What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the podcast. America is indeed blue. Back talking about the things that we know and love the most, our beloved boys from London Town. Jay Martin Hillenstein, hope you had a fantastic holiday, brother. Great to be with you. Off to a great start here uh, to start off the uh, refresher, fresh off the FIBA World Cup. Per usual, my man, you get the first word around here. What did you think of the game today? Well, let me start off. You know, happy holidays to everybody. We got New Year's coming up. Everybody be safe. Have some fun. Uh, we're back. We're back in business, man. It was such a nice little reprieve. Things were not going well for, for the boys in blue prior to the break. It was good for us. It was good for the players, good for the coaches, good for everybody to get away from it for a little bit. Take a deep breath, recalibrate, figure out who we are, what we are about, and then unleash fury on the Premier League for the rest of the season which is fingers crossed. Um, the game was the game was what I hoped it would be. I'm glad that we didn't have any wacky lineups and wacky formations and people playing in positions that they're not supposed to be playing in. Uh, I'm glad that we did what we were supposed to do against a team that we were supposed to do it to. So um, I think we obviously have to manage some expectations here as far as who our opponent was. But this is exactly what we want to see out of this team. This is the way they should be playing. So there's a lot of positives to discuss today. Definitely a lot of positives. Very pleased, uh, as you alluded to. Great to see the lineup. Obviously, having Reese James back was a huge boost. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later on. But just seeing him out there, it completely shows what an absolute difference maker he is. He is the best right back in the world. It was evident and clear from the first kickoff. Uh, it's a real shame uh, that he took a bump. But having him back in the lineup was huge. Uh, I like Christian Pulisic, obviously playing in his natural position up on the left wing. Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, and also Mason Mount set free in a position to roam, uh, collect the ball at different uh, creative spots uh, in the midfield. And he brought a lot of uh, you know trouble to the situation today. Really happy that we played a positive game out and out. Uh, dealt with the set pieces and the problems that we caused for ourselves overall pretty well, I think. Uh, and I, I want to see us to continue to evolve here. Uh, we've got a pretty easy schedule coming out of the gate and then back-to-back uh, against Nottingham Forest. So hopefully we can get our, our feet underneath us and move forward. But uh, I agree with you, man. There are just are a lot of positives to talk about. Yeah, and let's just start off with like, the style of play and how we approach this. If you don't have the personnel to play a three-in-the-back system, don't play a three-in-the-back system and square peg round hole. Like, lesson learned. I'm glad Graham Potter went back and reflected and realized this is not the way that we should be playing. Uh, we have guys who, they went off to World Cup, they played in their natural positions, and we saw them shine for the most part. So you would hope that the logic would persist and we'd be able to get these guys and put them in the positions where they can do what they do best. And I think that's what we did. So I'm very happy for that. Um, Reese James, again, he can play either one of these systems. He could probably play anywhere on the field in any system that somebody can come up with. The guy's just the man. I, I, it was soul crushing to see him go down and to see his reaction. I hope that this was just a tweak or a little knock and not something that's going to set him back another four to six to eight weeks or whatever it may be. So fingers crossed for Reese that he's okay because we do need him. And he adds such an additional two way dimension to the way that we can go attack and defend. We just don't have a replacement for that. And, and it just adds this, amazing dynamic to what we can do in a free-flowing attack. So hope that he is well. 
Uh, I love seeing Mason Mount in his natural position. I thought he had a great game today. Uh, Pulisic, Sterling, everybody was where they needed to be, and it showed. It showed that they were comfortable in the places that they were being put, and they were able to let their talent shine. No doubt. So let's pop right into the game action. Like we said, Reese getting the start, Pooley getting the start. I thought the first eight minutes of the game, we came out pressing. Everybody looked very organized, very eager. There was a sense of urgency right from the jump. Thank God these guys looked like they absolutely needed to win this game. There was a real sense of not desperation, but controlled vigor, I guess. I mean, everybody was going out there really trying to put the pedal to the metal without overdoing it. But uh, there was a lot of composure. Everybody was very positive with the ball. Everybody was moving the ball in a very meaningful way. Uh, Not something that we've seen a whole lot from us. A lot of attacking intent. And uh, we had a lot of chances. Um, Again, you know, Christian actually had the the no call against him. I think that was in about the 11th minute. He got pulled. And it was one of those situations where I guess they said it wasn't a clear and obvious error. And uh, had it been called the other way, I don't think it would have been a clear or obvious error there. But uh, nonetheless, we moved on, kept uh, pushing the ball uh, towards the goal. And then you got to say that the opener was our team goal of the season. I think without a doubt in terms of uh, developing uh, play, bringing it up from the back, some nice one-touch football, great passing, and a spectacular finish. Yeah, I mean, I I can't recall every goal that we scored this year to – to give it the title, but it was a great goal. And um, I think it's just, it, it shows that when you get these guys where they're supposed to be, they can make quick passes. It's decisive actions and they're not thinking on the ball. You're not having guys receiving it and then wondering what the hell they're supposed to do with it. And then being forced to go the wrong direction. Everything was progressive. Everything was positive and pushing toward the opponent's goal, which is kind of the name of the game. Um, it was an amazing team goal. Uh, the second goal was also an amazing team goal. You had guys that were working in and around each other. On the ball, off the ball movement was fantastic. Across the board with our three attackers and the midfielders allowed these guys to go and thrive. So great goals, both of them. Well, and it was also, too, to, to see a lot of support and blue shirts in the box. How many times recently have we seen the ball out wide and you know, nobody attacking the ball uh, in the final third, nobody attacking the ball in the 18, certainly not anybody mixing it up in the six. So we finally had some guys, you know, Kai Havertz finishing, uh, you know, uh, finishing in the six yard box is a real positive sign that we got people in the right place to, to your point. We keep hammering these things home, but it's not stuff that we've seen in a while. Uh, we haven't scored a goal in open play in a really long time. So it was nice to see, again, that real sense of urgency. It seemed like they had been working on some stuff with Graham Potter in training. Everybody seems to know where they where they need to be. Uh, excellent finish uh, by Mason Mount. Uh, hopefully he's rounding into a, another level of form because, boy, do we need him. Dude, again, we're going to just keep on saying the same thing. But, yes, we, we, we didn't have any secondary support to our wingers and our forwards because the guys that were playing in those positions, it's – that's not their bag. Like, Jorginho is not going to be a guy that's going to float into the top of the box and bang one in. You can see a little bit of that from Kovacic, but it's also not his deal. Like, he's never been one to pop in a lot of goals when he does their spectacular, but he doesn't do it frequently. Dennis Sicaria, I don't know. Maybe. But the guys that we've been throwing out there, that's just not in their skill set. For Mason Mount, that's exactly his skill set. He doesn't have the creativity to be a winger. That's just, again, it's just not. It's not in his tool chest. 
where he's amazing is half turns, receiving the ball from the back, half turns, making a guy miss, going forward, playing a good pass, floating into the box, waiting to receive the ball and being able to do something with it. So we need to just see a lot more. We've been begging for it for weeks now. Like, why don't we just go back and get these guys into natural position and let them thrive? Again, I think Graham Potter saw this stuff at the World Cup and was like, all right, well, this, you know, this makes sense. And thank God he finally saw it. Well, Mason Mount, again, definitely on the, on the top of his game. Refreshing to see him in you know in the right places, playing the right position. Uh, well, and you, you brought up another interesting point. Uh, Mr. Zakaria making his uh, Premier League debut, doing a lot of the dirty work, a lot of running, a lot of sliding tackles. Uh, he did great work uh, breaking up the midfield, kind of in that N'Golo Conte role. Uh, hats off to him. I think he had a great debut, a lot of running, uh, a lot of industry, all the types of things I like to see. And uh, he he is a big guy out there. He was making his presence felt. Yeah, and Bournemouth kind of gave it to us. They were not doing anything in the middle of the park. I mean, they, they came out with basically playing five in the back. And you just thought that they were going to try to clog up the middle of the, of, the, of, the, of the pitch, make sure that they were going to be fortified on their back line. But, dude, they just gave us acres and acres of space in the midfield. And good on us for taking advantage of it. You know, between Mason and Jorginho, they had plenty of time on the ball. Zakaria had plenty of time on the ball when he had it. And it just allowed us to be able to push things up. And then they were just sloppy. on. You know, when we were breaking toward them, their defensive structure was so sloppy. And they were leaving free runners to go. But if we rewind the clock a month or two, we weren't going to be quick enough on the ball to take advantage of that. We were going to be stodgy. We were going to have guys thinking about what they were supposed to be doing instead of being instinctual and just doing it. And for whatever reason, maybe this is what they worked on over the last few weeks for the guys who've been in camp who weren't participating in World Cup, and they just got it. We're, we're going to be quicker. We know where our, where our guys are going to be. We know where our support is, and we can start to play some more free-flowing ball. It definitely oh, no doubt. Well, and, and, and one other thing I, I do, I did make a note of this. Christian Pulisic gets fouled a ton. The dude gets pushed and hacked and kicked an absolute ton. And – uh you know, if he continues that, it, it it's it shows that people are trying to get up, get the ball off him. He's being positive, and he's going to continue to create chances. And once those free kicks start piling up just outside the eighteen, and he makes those charging runs forward, you're going to continue to see his value evolve and change because picking up free kicks in dangerous areas, a la Jack Grealish, uh, is a is a good trait when it's working for you. So uh, I, I think that's something that we need to continue to keep our eyes on. Uh, I think he definitely deserves to uh, start the next game after the the positive play today. And uh, I hope that he can continue to create a little bit of havoc on the left side for us. I mean, we, we listen, we should be, we, we need some continuity in this team. Like we need guys who are going to be able to know that they're playing together, all this mixing and matching and just shuffling the deck. It, it, it was kind of exciting at the very beginning when Graham Potter came on because we were winning games and not losing games. And then that completely fell apart. The wheels just came off. We need these guys, like, pick your best 11, get them out there, and unless there's a reason to sub somebody in, don't do it. Don't do it. Let yeah. these guys play together and start to figure it out. Um, I thought I thought Pooley was really positive. I thought he was aggressive. He was doing what he does best. You know, again, putting pressure on the back line, making positive runs. Um, I thought the other side of our attack was was more potent, and we were we – were, piling down the right side a little bit more. But listen, Pooley was very active early. Every time he had the opportunity, he was positive with the ball. Um, I just think our focus, and I don't know if we saw a weakness in 
Bournemouth's back line on that side, but it seemed like a lot of the attack was going down the right side. Well, that and, you know, having Reese James, who's good, uh, makes, you know, attacking on the right side a little bit easier and a little bit more, uh, you know, positive because he's the best at his position in the entire world. Did you see some of the through balls he was already putting up to, to Kai <laughs> early in the game? I mean, he, he's just Raheem. an absolute animal. And you can't replace that sort of talent, that sort of instinctive football, and a guy who could just make passes and plays that other people can't. Uh, it, there, there's no mistaking it. Yeah, time miss is going to suck because as much as I love Dave and there's things that he's quality at, he's a defender. And on occasion, we'll oh. see him be able to make a run forward and be able to play a ball into the box and get an occasional assist. But we don't have anybody who can even come close to replacing what Reese James does with respect to complementing and creating the attack. So if he's out for a while, that's going to be trouble. I still don't think that means that we have to change the approach that we took today. We can still play that same brand of Agreed. ball. It's just not going to be quite as effective because we don't have one of the best at his position going ahead and getting it done. Understand, man. Understand. So, oh, and then uh, we had the Pooley had the uh, had the goal knocked off to make it three nil. Uh, that was a little bit of a of a questionable call. I, I thought it as well of you know given that given that late foul. But nonetheless, they they washed that off. But uh, you know, finishing out the first half, going in two nil. Uh, although we've watched too many of these, and we know how long these games are, and how the Premier League works, uh, I certainly felt uh, better than the inverse, or better than nil nil or, or one nil. Having two is actually better than one. Uh, hmm. So it hmm. turns out we took some of that momentum into the second half, and then you know, seeing us immediately putting pressure on. And, and asserting ourselves in the second half, keeping that same uh, level of intensity and urgency, especially early, was great to, to uh, you know, establish our tone on the game. And it continued into the second half, despite a limping Tiago Silva, who seemed like he got early uh, an early knock and he played the entire game, uh, which was pretty unbelievable. I hope that uh, he also did not pick up anything long term. Shouts out to the immaculate number six playing his hundredth game. For the boys today, I, I, I think he's fine. There's no way you were playing 90 minutes if there was something seriously wrong there, especially after you just put in a shift at the World Cup. If there was an issue there, they would have taken him off immediately. But it was a little concerning because he was hobbling around for like 10 minutes. Um, I, I think he should be fine. I'll agree with you in I like the way that we came out of the tunnel in the second half. Here's where I'm going to get a little bit critical. When you see when you see Arsenal this year, when you see Man City, when you saw Liverpool at their best, there's no reason to change up the game. Bournemouth, they had nothing. They put no pressure on. Kepa had, didn't have to make any stops for 60, 70 minutes. They had no they had no footing in this game. And I'm all for, you know, if you want to dial it back ever so gently so that you don't expose yourself. Okay, but there was no reason for us. I have two complaints from the game. The number one is um, keep going. 2-0 is not enough. We've seen it too many times. They end up getting some lucky goals, something off a free, uh, off a set piece. They bang one in. All of a sudden, the pressure's on, and now we're on our heels. You can't do that. And we could have had four or five goals in the first half alone. We didn't finish all those chances. You come out, you're aggressive, and then we took our foot off the pedal, and then we started to invite the pressure. 
We are Chelsea, they are Bournemouth. We should never be scared of Bournemouth, ever, ever. So I get it if you want to tone it down, you want to start chewing up some clock, that's one thing. But we started backing away and backed up into the box, got very defensive-minded. That I don't like. That's not the killer instinct to go out there, get the third, put the thing away. 2-0 is not enough. So that's my first major point where I'm like, all right, listen, if we want to have that killer instinct and if we want to go ahead and start to bang up against the bigger boys, I want to see that we have the confidence to continue to run our show, particularly against inferior opponents. So that that ruffled my feathers a little bit toward the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, we did muck it up a little bit. There's there's no doubt. Uh, and we should have had more. And that that's that's been the story of us in the recent past, uh, even under Thomas Tuchel. Uh, we weren't exactly lighting it up in terms of multi-goal games all the time. Uh, you know, we were much more defensive, much more pragmatic. Uh, certainly helped us in the Champions League because that's what it takes to to win that tournament. Um, but as we move into into league play, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, you have to be more aggressive and keep your foot uh, on the neck of the opponent, uh, particularly with with how these games can change, especially late. And we were on the bat foot for the last ten minutes. I think it's because of because of some of those substitutions. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to see Obama Yang really didn't do anything when, when he came no. on, granted it was only about 12 minutes, but, uh, not, not too much to talk about there. But, uh, the, the other thing I, I, I do want to talk about is the knocks. Uh, we, we just talked about the knock on Reese James. I didn't see what happened. I just saw he, you know, immediately kicked the ball down the field and then did one of these, like, like he wanted to come off. Uh, it, it didn't look like there was any contact and and that those are the things that always make you uh kind of take a deep breath and say oh man if it's non-contact typically it's it's worse but uh we we wish him a speedy recovery and can't have him back fast enough it didn't seem to me that it was you know, again fingers crossed and touch wood it didn't seem to me that this was something that like where he blew his knee out like he didn't have to get stretched no. off he was eventually able to get up and get off it kind of feels like he may have either sprained the same ligament or maybe he wasn't a hundred percent. Maybe he felt good, but maybe he wasn't a hundred percent. And we know how your body compensates for things. If the rest of the ligaments in your knee are compensating for the one that isn't a hundred percent, then you're going to sprain another one. So I have a feeling we're going to hear something like that. Hopefully it's a low grade sprain a few weeks out and he's back in training. Fingers crossed on that. Um, but you kind of touched on my second point that I was a little bit mad about. I want to see some of these young boys in there. Like, I I, I, I love seeing Lewis in there. I, love, like, I was about I want, to say, you know I was about to say Lewis Hall. I want, see, yeah, I, I want to see Lewis Hall in there. I want to see Amari Hutchinson in there. So if we were going to spice this game up a little bit and if we wanted to bring some guys on, like Trevor Chalaba coming on, absolutely. Like, he's a guy where you're saying, all right, we want to be a little bit more defensive-minded in the last, whatever it was, 10 or 15 minutes of the game. All for it. But even for like Aubameyang, um, they're on to Mari Hutchinson. Let's see what that, we've been waiting for this kid's debut for a while now. Give him some shine out there. Let Lewis Hall get in the game a little bit. I, I, I want to see some of the youth that's sitting there who's really talented. And for these little slivers that we have seen, these guys have looked great and look composed. This would have been one of these perfect opportunities to go ahead and let those guys go out there. Maybe one of these guys begs their first goal in a game like this when we're already up 2-0. Absolutely. And then you're starting to breed some confidence into these young boys. And, and uh, you know, inter-squad competition. Like, let's be honest. that yeah. That's the main thing that's always going to drive the squad uh, forward is, is that good, positive uh, inter-squad competition. So, all right, brother. We're going to move into the man of the match. 
which is all as always brought to you by All Out Fitness. And at All Out Fitness, they're inspiring individuals to be their best selves. Jay, who was the best version of themselves out there today for the Blues? Oh, it was tough for me today. This was tough. Um, I thought that Kai Havertz was great. I thought that Mason Mount was great. Um, I was flipping between them. Obviously, Kai looked a little bit prettier on the stat line at the end of this. But I got to give it to Mason Mount. I just I thought that, number one, the goal was incredible. Um, leading up to him at his shot, that ball that was played behind him, that oh. he just kind of dinks forward. Yep. Uh, again, quick reaction. Quick reaction, boom, knew exactly what he was going to do in an awkward bodily position to keep the ball moving forward. Um, and then finds a way to just squeeze that through two Bournemouth defenders, spin it, curl it just directly into the bottom corner. But the impact that a guy like Mason Mount has as a midfielder is a little bit different than even Kai Havertz playing well up front and finishing opportunities because he facilitates everything. The amount of times that he received balls, a half turn, passed a guy, and now we're cooking. So Mason Mount, man of the match. Absolutely. I think he was the only choice, actually. Uh, I think he was unequivocally our best player. Uh, Very positive. From every aspect, uh, he's earning uh, more leverage on his contract negotiations uh, with every performance like that. Uh, he's certainly not going to be a guy that we're going to let leave uh, West London. If he's in another shirt, I will be upset. Um, and, and, you know, he was running all over the pitch today. Obviously, he had the, the great technique on the, on the goal. Uh, a lot of the stuff that was positive through the middle of the pitch uh, went through him. Love him in that floating role. He tracks back on defense. Uh, he starts to counter press oftentimes when we turn the ball over. Uh, he is definitely the heart of the engine room of Chelsea Football Club. And uh, he was absolutely the man of the match today. And uh, hopefully we can continue to, to pile up these types of awards in a positive way and not uh, be talking about the guys on the other side of the pitch getting the uh, man of the match awards. So with that, my man. We are moving into Bournemouth week uh, on New Year's Eve, or excuse me, uh, Forest. Forest. Moving into Forest uh, on New Year's Eve. Uh, We'll definitely get together before then. Another chance for us to really get off to the good start coming off the World Cup. What are a couple of things that you uh, would like to see us do uh, next week? I want to, same, same thing. Same exact approach. Again, we should not be going into fixtures against the Bournemouths, the Forest, scared. We should be playing aggressive football and allowing our guys to compete. So I want to see the same type of formation. I want to see the same type of approach. And this is, it's a key game because we have City coming up twice in a very short period of time. So we need to start building confidence as to what our identity is, who we are, how we play, how guys are going to be working together. Because we can't allow this thing to start building some momentum or and then just get slaughtered by City twice. That's going to bring everything back down to earth and start to have doubts creep back in. So I want to see us in these baby steps leading up to what are going to be some more meaningful matchups, start building confidence, start figuring out our identity, how we're going to play, the shape of play, and then maybe we can start to bang up against the big boys. Agreed. All right, brother. Well, uh, I hope you have a great night. Thanks for uh, getting on here and doing this with me. Everybody out there giving us a listen. We really appreciate the support. We hope everybody had a fantastic holiday. Have a great new year. Uh, we'll be back to uh, break down the, the uh, oh, geez, who are we playing? I can't even remember anymore. Forest. 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 
We're playing. We're playing Forrest, man. I'm I'm forgetting everything. Forrest, but we but we yeah, Forrest Gump. They're going down. So uh, I appreciate it, everybody. Have a great night. America is blue, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.